0: Welcome to the podcast all about music. This time we will enter the History of Musicians segment where we will discuss one of the famous singer from USA who famous with pop music. She is Whitney Houston. Next we will explain more deeply about the biography of Whitney Houston. Stay tuned with us in this episode. With over 200 million combined album, singles and videos sold worldwide during her career with Arista Records, Whitney Houston has established a benchmark for superstardom that will quite simply never be eclipsed in the modern era. She is a singer-singer who has influenced countless other vocalists female and male. Music historians cite Whitney's record-setting achievements. The only artist to chart 7 consecutive number 1 Billboard Hot 100 hits, Saving All My Love For You, How Will I Know, Greatest Love Of All, I Wanna Dance With Somebody, Who Loves Me. Didn't we almost have it all, so emotional, and where do broken hearts go, the first female artist to enter the Billboard 200 album chart at number 1, her second album, Whitney, 1987 and the only artist with 8 consecutive multi-platinum albums Whitney Houston, Whitney, I Am Your Baby Tonight, The Bodyguard, Waiting to Exhale, and The Preacher's Wife soundtracks. My Love Is Your Love and Whitney, The Greatest Hits, in fact, The Bodyguard soundtrack is one of the top 5 biggest selling albums of all time, at 18x platinum in the US alone. And Whitney's career-defining version of Dolly Parton's I Will Always Love You is the biggest-selling single of all time by a female artist at 8x Platinum for physical and digital in the US alone. Born into a musical family on August 9, 1963, in Newark, New Jersey, Whitney's success might have be been foretold. Her legendary heritage is as familiar as America's greatest icons the daughter of famed singer Sissy Houston, who made her name in the Drinkards gospel quartet and later the Sweet Inspirations vocal group of Aretha Franklin and Elvis Presley renown, and the cousin of singers D.D. Warwick, who introduced the original 60s versions of You're No Good and I Am Gonna Make You Love Me, and her sister, superstar Dionne Warwick. Whitney's mother and cousins nurtured her passion for gospel music since birth. As a teenager, Whitney was already singing on the scene in New York. And records with her first young performances in the 70s and early 80s album credits with such eclectic acts as Michael Zager, Chaka Khan, Herbie Man, the Neville Brothers Bill Laswell's material, and others are much sought-after collector's items. In 1983, near the end of Arista's first mega-successful decade of operation, Clive Davis was taken to a New York nightclub where Whitney was performing and signed her on the spot. Two years went into the making of her debut album, but the results were worth it. The self-titled Whitney Houston, February 1985, launched Arista's second decade, and yielded a string of hits including You Give Good Love and three consecutive number 1 singles the Grammy-winning Saving All My Love For You, How Will I Know, and Greatest Love Of All, which has become a veritable anthem. Not only did the album establish her as an important new recording artist, but it went on to sell over 13 million copies in the US plus many millions more abroad. This LP set the record as the biggest-selling debut album by a solo artist. With the highly anticipated release of her second album Whitney, June 1987, she made history as the first female artist to enter the Billboard album charts at number one. The new album soared past 9x platinum on the strength of four number one chart toppers. The Grammy winning I Wanna Dance with Somebody Who Loves Me. Didn't we almost have it all? So emotional. And where do broken hearts go? This established Whitney as the only artist ever to have seven consecutive number one hits, surpassing your record previously set by the Beatles and the Bee Gees. Whitney's third best-selling album, I Am Your Baby Tonight November 1990, displayed her versatility on a new batch of tough rhythmic grooves, soulful ballads, and up-tempo dance tracks. With back-to-back number 1 hits for the title tune and all the man that I need, followed by Miracle and My Name Is Not Susan, sales records were set once again. As the album became an international multi-platinum bestseller, to the tune of 10 million copies worldwide. After establishing her screen appeal in her well-received music videos where she dominated MTV's rotations during its first decade on the air. Whitney finally made her movie debut in The Bodyguard November 1992, in which she co-starred with Oscar-winning actor, director Kevin Costner. The film not only broke box office records worldwide but was ultimately responsible for the biggest selling motion picture soundtrack album of all time, voted the Grammy-winning album of the year. I Will Always Love You, the first single release became the biggest selling single by a female artist in history, and reaped Grammys for record of the year and best female pop vocal performance. Three other singles from the album, I Am Every Woman, I Have Nothing, and Run To You, also were major international hits for Whitney. The Bodyguard soundtrack album, featuring 6 Whitney Houston songs in all, has sold more than 45 million copies worldwide. At 18 times platinum in the US, it is the biggest selling motion picture soundtrack album in history, ahead of Saturday Night Fever, Forrest Gump, Titanic, and so on. Film work continued with Waiting to Exhale, which opened December 1995 preceded by the soundtrack album in November. The critically acclaimed film, starring Whitney with Angela Bassett, Loretta Devine and Leela Roshan and directed by Forrest Whitaker, went on to gross over 80 million dollars in 90s dollars. The soundtrack for Waiting to Exhale featured three new tracks from Whitney, the number one pop number one R&B Exhale, Shoop Shoop the top 10 pop and R&B follow-up Count on Me, a duet with Cece Winans co-written by Whitney and Babyface, and why does it hurt so bad? The album spent five weeks at number one, was certified 7x platinum in the US and has sold nearly twice that worldwide to date. Whitney's third motion picture, The Preacher's Wife, Buena Vista, December 1996, also starring Denzel Washington and Courtney B. Vance, and directed by Penny Marshall, was based on the 1947 classic. The Bishop's Wife, with Cary Grant and Loretta Young. The gospel-soaked Arista soundtrack Whitney's Lifelong Dream, became the biggest-selling gospel album in Billboard chart history. 3x Platinum in the US alone. Collaborations with an extraordinary roster of artists and producers, among them Grammy and Dove Award winner Mervyn Warren of Sister Act and Sister Act 2 fame, resulted in a unique album. Whitney sang lead vocals on 14 of the album's 15 tracks, including the beautiful first single I Believe in You and Me, Step by Step, written by Annie Lennox, and two songs produced by Grammy Award winner Babyface. Sissy turned the familiar 23rd Psalm into a spiritually touching song, The Lord is My Shepherd, while other luminaries on the album included Shirley Caesar in the Georgia Mass Choir. Whitney added the medium of made-for-television movies to her list of accomplishments when The Wonderful World of Disney aired the musical Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella in November 1997. The special starred Whitney as the fairy godmother, Brandy as Cinderella, Bernadette Peters as the wicked stepmother, Whoopi Goldberg as the queen, and an all-star multicultural cast. The program drew a US audience of more than 60 million viewers, and gave the ABC network its highest Sunday night rating in over a decade. Whitney and her company, Brown House Productions, served as executive producers on the project, which garnered seven Emmy nominations including Outstanding Variety, Musical or Comedy Special and one for Outstanding Art Direction. The home video version shattered previous records to become the best-selling video ever of a made-for-television movie. The next year, fans ecstatically received Whitney's first non-soundtrack related studio album in 8 years, My Love Is Your Love, November 1998, which she produced with Clive Davis. Whitney proved her ability to stay absolutely contemporary with the first single, the number 1 R&B number 2 pop heartbreak hotel featuring faith evans and kelly price it was the beginning of a string of gold and platinum chart hit singles from the album spanning nearly a year and a half into the spring 2000 the grammy winning it's not right but it's okay when you believe a duet with mariah carey from the prince of egypt the title tune my love is your love and i learned from the best written by diane warren produced and arranged by david foster the success of My Love Is Your Love kicked off a phenomenal year for Whitney. She stole the show at VH1's second annual Divas Live 99, with a performance characterized as Invincible by John Perelli in the New York Times. Sharing the stage with a lineup that included Cher, Tina Turner, Mary J. Blige and others, Whitney emerged as the star. VH1 announced that the show was the highest-rated telecast in its history. At the same time, gold, platinum and multi-platinum album sales were certified in every corner of the globe, Austria, Belgium, Canada, England, France, Germany, Spain, Holland, Ireland, Italy, Norway, Sweden, Switzerland, Japan, Hong Kong, Korea, Malaysia, New Zealand, South Africa, Thailand, Taiwan, Singapore and more. In July 1999, as It's Not Right But It's Okay became the 17th top 5 pop hit of her career. Whitney commenced a successful world tour playing 14 cities in North America. The tour concluded in Europe in November. the 42nd annual Grammy Awards in February 2015 months after the album release Whitney received her 6th career Grammy. As It's Not Right But It's Okay was voted Best Female R&B Vocal Performance. Winning her first R&B Grammy Award in a category that included Mary J Blige Brandy, Faith Evans, and Macy Gray was extremely gratifying for Whitney, especially after three previous Grammy Awards for Best Female Pop Vocal in 1985, Saving All My Love For You. 1987, I Wanna Dance With Somebody Who Loves Me, and 1993, I Will Always Love You. A month later in March 2000, Whitney was named Female Artist of the Decade at the Soul Train Music Awards annual ceremonies virtually 15 years to the day since her debut single, You Give Good Love entered the Billboard Hot Block singles chart on March 9, 1985. In the midst of her 15th anniversary year as an Arista recording artist the double album Whitney, the greatest hits May 2000 celebrated the past, present and future. In addition to newly recorded tracks with Enrique Iglesias, Deborah Cox, George Michael, and Q-Tip, there were rare vintage tracks unavailable for a decade, impossible to find club mixes and bonus tracks. The collection encompassed Whitney's success as a mainstay on the pop and R&B singles front on the double CD cassette as a screen presence since her career began at the label, on DVD and VHS home video and in the clubs as a remixer's delight, on a limited edition four-record vinyl box set. Individually, the double CD cassette comprised one volume of single hits Cool Down, and the other volume of memorable club mixes Throw Down, each spanning Whitney's entire career to date, 1985-2000. to She recorded new duets for the occasion with Enrique Iglesias' The Diane Warren Composition, Could I Have This Kiss Forever, and then Arista Label Made Deborah Cox, same script, different cast. Plus a new version of If I Told You That from My Love Is Your Love, remade as a duet with George Michael. Hard to find rarities included One Moment In Time, the 1988 Summer Olympics theme, 1991 Super Bowl 25 version of the Star-Spangled Banner, and a 1986 duet with Jermaine Jackson, If You Say My Eyes Are Beautiful, released only on his second Arista album, Precious Moments. Never as a single, the two US CDs and cassettes were programmed so that each volume displayed the full range of Whitney's career. Disc 1, Cool Down, for example, built from her first hits of 1985. You give good love, saving all my love for you, and greatest love of all, all the way through 2000. Dis 2 down, recap the hits from My Love Is Your Love with club remixes of It's Not Right But It's Okay, My Love Is Your Love, Heartbreak Hotel. And I learned from the best followed by 10 more hits remixed by Junior Vasquez, David Morales, Jellybean, Hex Hector, C Plus C Music Factories, Clevels and Cole, and others. Those remixers were showcased on Whitney, the unreleased mixes, a special limited edition for record vinyl box set acknowledging her importance in clubs around the world. There were 7 songs, 8 mixes, 1 track on each side of 4 12-inch vinyl discs, How Will I Know, Greatest Love of All, I Am Every Woman, Love Will Save the Day, I Will Always Love You, So Emotional, And I Am Your Baby Tonight. Whitney, The Greatest Hits also was the title of Whitney's first DVD and VHS home video collection. The Lions' share of her hits were included in its 23 titles. A combination of video clips with such noted directors as Wayne Isham, Peter Israelson, Julian Temple, Randy St. Nicholas Brian Grant, and Kevin Bray, and live performance. Links were provided to such rarities as her television premiere on The Merv Griffin Show in 1983, appearances on several awards shows, a tune from Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella, interview segments featuring Whitney and her co-producer, Arista President Clive Davis, and much more. The week after the release of Whitney, The Greatest Hits. She appeared on the NBC television network special benefit concert 25 years of number one hits, Arista Records' anniversary celebration, a tribute to the label as well as its founder and leader, Clive Davis. In the aftermath of the World Trade Center disaster of September 11, 2001, Whitney's soaring rendition of the Star-Spangled Banner was the first benefit single to be issued. Coupled with her version of America the Beautiful. The Whitney Houston Foundation for Children, Inc., and Arista Records agreed to donate royalties and net proceeds from all single sales to the New York Firefighters' 9-11 Disaster Relief Fund and the New York Fraternal Order of Police. Both groups as well as the families of those affected by the tragic event were to benefit from the sales. The following year saw the release of Just Whitney, December 2002 her fifth studio album and first for the new millennium. And a list of hand-picked hit makers and producers contributed to the album, among them Kenneth Babyface Edmonds, Missy Elliott, Kevin Shakespeare Briggs, Teddy Bishop, and Gordon Chambers. The diverse program of ballads included Try It On My Own, written by Babyface and Carol Bear My Love, a duet with Bobby Brown, and a powerful remake of Debbie Bunn's 1977 You Light Up My Life. Also among the album's gems were such hip grooves as Love That Man and the old-school-style Jam Things You Say, written and produced by Missy Elliott. Every artist's first Christmas collection is a special career landmark, and Whitney's One Wish, the holiday album, November 2003, was no exception. Whitney worked with producers and arrangers Troy Taylor, Mervyn Warren, and the team of Gordon Chambers and Barry J. Eastman done a joyous mix of yuletide favorites from the traditional and contemporary songbooks, along with several new compositions. The album opened with the classic The First Noel in Mel Torme's timeless The Christmas Song, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. Other favorites included Freddie Jackson's One Wish for Christmas. Contique de Noel, Oh Holy Night, he will Be Home for Christmas, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, Oh Come Oh Come Emmanuel, and a medley of Deck the Halls, Silent Night. Two tracks originated on the preacher's wife soundtrack, who would imagine a king and joy to the world. The centerpiece was 10-year-old daughter Bobby Christina Houston Brown's recording debut on Little Drummer Boy. Guinness World Records List Whitney has music's most awarded female artist of all time, with an amazing tally of four one one awards as of 2006, a tally that is certainly topped by her 6 Grammy Awards, 16 Billboard Music Awards, 22 American Music Awards, 2 Emmy Award nominations and 1 win, as well as MTV VMAs in the US and Europe, NAACP Image Awards, BET Awards, Soul Train Music Awards and so on. She received the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Award She was inducted into the Kids' Choice Hall of Fame in 1996, the Dove Gospel Music Association Award, and Blockbuster Entertainment Award. Whitney was inducted into the Bet Black Entertainment Television Walk of Fame in 1996 and received Soul Train's prestigious Quincy Jones Career Achievement Award in 1998. True to her church upbringing, the Whitney Houston Foundation for Children Inc. was established in 1989 as a nonprofit organization that cares for such problems as homelessness, children with cancer and AIDS, and other issues of self empowerment. In June 1995, the foundation was awarded a VH1 honor for its charitable work. Funds were raised for numerous causes involving children around the world, from South Africa to Newark, and generated over $300,000 for the Children's Defense Fund as a result of a 1997 HBO concert. Whitney's tireless efforts earned recognition from such organizations as St. Jude Children's Hospital, the United Negro College Fund, and the Children's Diabetes Foundation all of whom have benefited from the heart and soul of a great artist and humanitarian. Whitney continued her charitable works with her sister-in-law, Patricia Houston, who started a nonprofit organization in 2007 called Teen Summit. Teen Summit was formed to rebuild, restore and repair the lives of teens and young adults. Whitney attended the annual event and also helped Pat with Celebrity Consignment, a shop in Shelby, North Carolina which also benefits Teen Summit. Whitney not only donated clothes to the shop but was instrumental in getting celebs like Oprah Winfrey, Alicia Keys, Dionne Warwick, Diane Sawyer and others to donate as well. Teen Summit was able to open its first Academy on January 26, 2013. Whitney's 7th and final studio album, I Look To You, was released on August 28, 2009 and it debuted at number 1 on the US Billboard 200 with sales of 305,000 copies and was her first studio album to reach number 1 since 1992's The Bodyguard. The album spawned two hit singles the title track which became a top 20 R&B single and million dollar bill which hit the top 10 in several countries worldwide. A promotional single, Nothing But A Love, taken from the album was released to UK radio stations to promote what was to be her final tour the Nothing But Love world tour. In the fall of 2011, Whitney got to fulfill her lifelong dream of bringing a remake of the film Sparkle to the silver screen. Filming took place in Detroit for six weeks commencing in October 2011, Whitney played the role of the mother, Emma, as well as being executive producer of the film. Sparkle was released in August 2012. Along with Sparkle, Whitney had been working on a remake of a Judy Garland film in a Waiting to Exhale sequel. Whitney's tragic passing on February 11, 2012 is still deeply felt by her family, friends and millions of fans worldwide. Her estate is committed to keeping her legacy alive. To that end, they, along with Sony Music's Legacy Recordings, have released to date two albums Whitney Houston Live, Her Greatest Performances on November 10, 2014, and most recently on November 17, 2017. I Wish You Love More from The Bodyguard, marking the 25th anniversary of The Bodyguard and containing rare unreleased versions of many songs from the film. An official documentary. Directed by Academy Award winner Kevin McDonald titled Whitney, was released in 2018. The film was nominated for Best Music Film at the Grammy Awards. And for Outstanding Documentary Film at the NAACP Image Awards. In July 2019, Whitney achieved her first posthumous Billboard Hot 100 hit with Higher Love. Released as a single with producer and DJ Kygo. The song hit number 1 on two Billboard dance charts and reached number 2 on the UK official singles chart. In October that year, a special version of Whitney's 1987 recording of Do You Hear What I Hear was released on the best of Pentatonix Christmas. In September 2019 the estate of Whitney E. Houston and Bass Hologram announced an evening with Whitney, the Whitney Houston Hologram Tour. An awe-inspiring and immersive live theatrical concert experience celebrating the incredible music and everlasting legacy of Whitney Houston. The tour will begin in February 2020 in the United Kingdom, followed by dates in Europe and North America. Nearly 35 years after the release of her debut album, Whitney was honored with induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class of 2020, in recognition that her unique fusion of pop. R&B and gospel, the very roots of rock and roll, subverted genres and influenced just about every contemporary vocalist. Whitney's contributions continued to touch the hearts and souls of millions of fans the world over. That's the summary of the biography we can give you about Whitney Houston. Sorry if there are deficiencies or wrong words that we say. Don't forget to follow and share with your friends if we're here. See you in the next episode and thank you.